It's time to fire up the three-cylinder star drive, the show that sputters along, touring a galaxy of pop culture and fanboy fiction. And now, here are your hosts, Richard Coots and Roger Colby. Hey, welcome back to uh, Three-Cylinder Star Drive. I'm Roger Colby, science fiction novelist. And I'm Richard Coots, and I'm a fan of pop culture trivia. All right, I am taking a break today from... Uh, well, actually, I'm supposed to be writing. I'm supposed to be working on the book. So pretty soon I'll have a novel coming out. I'll talk about that later. But um, right now uh, we have a podcast episode to do. So this episode we're going to talk about um, our kind of a touchy subject, Richard. Mm. Um, probably going to make some people angry, but you know, we don't care. We're probably going to make people angry, but uh, you know what? Um, okay, first of all, Richard and I... Um, we're Christians, mm-hmm. but we're not prudes. Yeah, we're not prudes. I'm but, just saying, we're know. not prudes, but uh, we have a little pet peeve that we're noticing a lot more of lately in some of the stuff we watch, uh, and it's causing us to not watch it anymore. Some of it, I just don't, I got interested in something, and then after about, and what's weird is back in the day when they used to have these uh, series, you know, you'd have some buildup to a sex scene. Mm-hmm. You know, and you kind of knew it was coming, and if you wanted to, you know, keep your eyes pure or whatever and, like, remain from, you know, doing that, which, honestly, confession time, this this podcaster has a problem, like, a problem with that, like, in his past. So, and I have a wife that I love very much, and I just really don't want to subject myself to um, gratuitous sex scenes. It bothers me. It, it makes me uncomfortable. Um, and, uh, you know, I just really would rather not watch that, you know. And what's really weird is is that it seems like there's more and more of this stuff being thrown into media. And in a way that is, it comes without warning, okay? Sure. Okay, well, here's the other problem with this. It's not, like we said, we're not prudes or anything, but when you have this stuff and it, it really has... It doesn't relate to the story in any way. No, it doesn't, it doesn't contribute. To the story. It, it it's just like they just want to throw it in there. Sure. They just want to throw it in there for and it's not meant to advance the story in any way. It's no. just meant to. It's just meant to titillate. Yes. It's just meant to. Uh, uh, so we're just yeah, yeah. give people if if pleasure. I was a person who wanted to watch pornography, which you know what. I'm going to be confessional here. I had a problem with it at one time in my life. Um, and it was, it was really damaged some relationships that I had with people. Um, and that's a topic for a whole other discussion, which we probably won't talk about on this podcast. But um, when, okay, I'll give you an example. So uh, I knew that there was a, and this is when it first came out, so there wasn't any way for me to like warn myself by going on like, a, you know, IMDb or something and looking to see Parents Guide to see what was in it. It was the OA. The and, OA and I was okay. interested in watching it because it was a really cool premise and I'm sure there's people out there that like that show. But in the very first episode, I mean without warning, there was a, a, a fully pornographic scene right in the middle of it. And um, there's no warning coming. It's like bam, you're just subjected to that. And um, I had to turn it off. You know, and I wouldn't watch any more of it because I didn't know when that was going to come. And, 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 I mean, the story was really good and it kept me engaged like the beginning of it, but really that scene was not necessary. Um, it didn't further the scene. There was no, it didn't further the story. 
there was no net it was no like I said there was no necessary reason for that to be in there it was just there for you know just to gratify some kind of you know sexual urge that someone had I I, I don't understand that yeah that's what see that's our, this goes beyond a faith issue sure 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 this is our problem with it it's just not really that it, it's to it's to create some kind of pleasure in the viewer it's not really to advance a story or anything like uh i was watching um i tried to watch spartacus i tried yeah. to yeah and because you know there's that sure, sounds like spartacus. A cool yeah sure and it's like you know oh sam raimi's behind this cool um and so i turn it on it's like and there's an orgy scene and i'm like okay this is going over i start skipping i skipped through 10 about 10 minutes uh, uh, about yeah. ten minutes of it, and it's yeah. still going. And it's the same reason. Like, okay, it also occurs in like in, in books sometimes. Sure. At least you know you get to that point. You can go skip a few pages. Uh-huh. And get, you know, like um, eleven twenty two sixty three, the uh-huh. novel. Um, yep, we've talked great about novel. This. And we've talked about this great novel, but there's about a four or five page, very graphically depicted sex scene in that in that novel, which honestly I don't have any reason to read that um i don't i mean i'm a i'm a father of four children i know what sex is i don't need you to throw it in my face for no reason king um i love some of stephen king's work i think he writes really great stories and he's an amazing writer um and we can learn a lot from him you know as far as you know writing goes but man that was completely unnecessary stephen king you know, whether you're listening, I don't think he's even listening to this podcast. And <laughs> probably not. Probably not. But, but you know, what does he care? You know, but that's just kind of our point. Now, like we said, we're not, we're not like crews and stuff. Like when it comes to like you know stuff like Blade Runner twenty forty nine. Yeah, that was a bit gratuitous. 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 Yeah. I had a hard time getting it out. Um, but you know. Some of that had to do with it was it was in context of the scene, like yeah, you, you know, you had the uh, replicants kind of. It was like, I guess you, it was He's like some weird, them. yeah, it's like a you weird. Don't make tube. Them yeah, sure, sure. It's like a weird. It was like a weird uh, <laughs> uh, tube thing, but it was basically them coming off an assembly line, and yeah, that's yeah. kind of yeah. in the context. And um, but you know, if that's within the context of storytelling, if that's uh-huh. just kind of part of it. And but our problem is just and, when and, it's and then the other nudity that's in the film, it's understood that this is a decadent society sure, that's sure. completely lost its way and, and is is crumbling, you know. And you know, all the all the things you see in the film that are of that nature, um, I think are you know, they, they, they do further the story. Um, but man, when you just throw something in willy nilly with like <laughs> willy when you throw something <laughs> willy nilly, okay. <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, you get it's just pointless. I mean, it's mm-hmm. pointless to do that, and you kind of ruin the trust of certain, you know, certain people watching your film. You and it, and it just seems like it's as far as the filmmakers go, or uh, it's like, well, we can we can uh, we can get all these Hollywood and Shakespearean actors and put them in a real and just kind of race basically. Uh, uh, exploit them, it, yeah. and here's the deal: you got all this stuff going on in Hollywood with the Me Too stuff, yeah. and 
and kind of the, the exploitation of women exactly. in film and all this stuff. And it's they've got a really weird double standard because they're like, oh, this is so horrible what they're all doing to us. But then they go and do it. Yeah, right. And, and it's like, you're they're, you're 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 going against your own argument you know, here. Listen, I have I have three daughters and a wife, and partly this Me Too movement. It it's you know it's made me think about them. It's made me think about the way. Um, and, you know, I was thinking about this before the Me Too movement, you mm-hmm. know, like a way we look at the opposite sex and whether or not, you know, that's really uh, healthy. Um, and I've taught my girls forever, you know, that you're more, you know, the last thing I tell them is they're beautiful. Mm-hmm. Okay? That's the last thing I tell them. I also tell my girls not to be polite all the time when it's necessary. I mean, because girls end up being polite and they're always taught, oh, be polite, be polite. You know, that's where you're supposed to be as a girl or whatever, a woman. But um, sometimes things just need to be said, and I think my girls do that. Um, they've been trained to, you know, basically, like, think for themselves, you know, and not um, be pulled into a situation where they're being um, objectified um, because they're people, like anybody's people. You know, I mean, everybody's, we're all human beings. So um, my, my thought on all this is, if you're going to show that stuff in your media, then it's kind of a double standard because what you're doing is all it does is objectify people mm-hmm. and make them into objects instead of being human beings. Now, human beings have sex. Yes, that's normal. But, man, I don't want to see people doing it. You know, that's something for the privacy of your own home. You know, and, and it's an intimate thing. It's no longer intimate if everybody's watching it. Mm-hmm. You know? So, um, it, you know, that's that's just my two cents on that. The uh, Dollar Rental of the Week this week is a wonderful gem called 1990 colon The Bronx Warriors. Okay? This is uh, basically like what they did was they were like, oh, you know what? Escape from New York is a pretty good movie. I think I'm going to copy that completely and utterly except make it really horrible. <laughs> So, um, basically, the Bronx has declared a war zone and sealed off from the rest of the world, left a feuding gangs that inhabits its decaying tenements and warehouses. But, in fact, the movie's kind of a mishmash of uh, several sources, most notably uh, Walter Hill's all-time great The Warriors, which is a fantastic movie. I don't know if you've ever seen that movie, but that's a great movie. Oh, The Warriors, of course. Yeah, yeah. Of course. Um, which was uh, referenced in uh, the latest season of Stranger Things, The Warriors. There was a shot where they were coming out of the building, and they're all, like, posed exactly like The Warriors. Oh, were really? Walking on the street. Um, and it's kind of uh, like Romeo and Juliet. <laughs> And uh, Spaghetti Westerns does, uh, um, it's fun, okay, has some pacing problems, all right, not to mention dubbing issues, because, I mean, I think most of the movie was, like, shot without a recorder, and they went back and recorded all of it. Um, And uh, all the people who are in the movie, you will never recognize them, because none of them are famous. Uh, But... This one is part of a seam of post-apocalyptic movies with Bronx in the title, um, possibly influenced by the depiction of the Bronx as a violent no-man's land in Paul Newman's vehicle, Fort Apache to Bronx, in 1981. Um, 
but it also spawned a, a sequel, which is pretty amazing, uh, which I have not seen, called Bronx Warriors 2, Escape from the Bronx. Okay. <laughs> um, and uh, if you look up, you can look up the poster for this movie. <laughs> it's Bronx Warriors 2, Escape from the Bronx. And all you need to know is what you see on that poster to avoid it like the plague. <laughs> but this one's not bad. It's watchable, okay? Um, you could probably find it at your local video store. If not, um, there's probably a copy of it on, like, I don't know, Amazon or something. I'm sure they have a copy that you can watch. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's downright horrible. and and But fun to watch at the same time. It's really hokey and... <laughs> Great. Anyway, so um, so go out and watch that one. 1990, The Bronx Warriors from 1982. Okay, um, we do want to say if you have any other like suggestions for um, Dollar Rental of the Week that we could watch because you know, gosh, we've been doing this show for almost a year now, right, Richard? Mm-hmm, something like that. Coming up on April, been like a year, and we've been listing one of these pretty much every week. So. Uh, if you have any suggestions, you can email us at three cylinder star drive uh, at gmail.com and uh, we will be sure and get back to you. Um, we also, do we have a Twitter feed? We do have a Twitter yeah. feed. It, it is at the number three cylinder SD. Yeah. Okay. Um, until then, I'm Roger Colby. I'm Richard Kitts.